Dumber than Hot Wings Trivia. What is the worst living conditions you've had? The story starts with Purdue University, where they had their biggest incoming freshman class ever. 10,000 freshman students going onto campus. Now, that's a, wow. it's a big university anyway. Well, yeah. Um, but uh, that's a big freshman class yeah. coming in. Yeah, that's a lot of people on campus and, at once, yeah. Um, they didn't have enough, they don't have enough dorms, which to me means you probably shouldn't have said yes to that many people. Yeah. I thought there were restrictions on that. Like you had to get in and they had a certain amount of people, a certain availability. Yeah. I mean, and that's that, I I think that that is a university with fairly high academic standards. Yeah. I mean, it's a very prominent engineering school amongst other things. Uh, but nonetheless, they, they welcomed them in. And so once they filled the regular dorms, they basically took. Other rooms that were built for other things and turned them into barracks and made cubicles. Yeah. So, but the cubicles don't have cubicle walls. It's like the armoires that you would get in a mm-hmm. in a dorm room where it opens up and is basically a closet. I think. That, yeah, it looks like they converted maybe a library and just used all the bookshelves as yeah temporary walls. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like whatever yeah <laughs> empty room you'd have had a normal cubicles like a call center in, and they've made little dorm. Nooks. So, so do you think not they still a lot get of, charged the same? Yes. They, oh, they can't. If they do, it, they're they getting are. robbed. I bet they do. And so, like, just the idea that, um, like, it can be a big enough adjustment anyway as a freshman all of a sudden to have roommates and in the dorm and different schedules and, and lifestyles and everything else. But if you're in a room with 30 people, it looks like orange is the new black when the mm-hmm. in the video when someone's walking through there. And so is there a lights out from the big fluorescence overhead and then maybe I mean, you have there, a little lamp or whatever yeah, there must be yeah. the noise the porkin oh my god that would be i don't think anyone's porking in the oh, shared they, really, oh, they will dormitory a bunch of college freshmen they, they will somebody will. will there will at least be like two people it, just, like just enough to make everyone go oh god the rest of us can find somewhere else to do it why do you have to do it here Wow. It's really bad, though. Yeah. I mean, I'd be it's so bad. pissed. All right. So people are going to call in with their uh, worse, their difficult work conditions uh, or living. Where they, their living, living conditions. Uh, this one, people in the military are going to be uh, or that have been in the military are probably going to go pretty far out in front. We'll start with oh, this more one. than likely. Yeah. This text uh, from Northeast Pennsylvania. I was on the USS Harry S. Truman, a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier. My sleeping bunk was on a two-inch thick mattress stacked three high with seven other units attached together. So if someone was having a circus with their own genitalia, no one could sleep. The whole place shook. That sounds like jail. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, except less private. Yeah. (laughs) That is, uh, yeah, that's 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 not fun. No. Wow. Yeah, I just assume everything is metal. When you're on an aircraft carrier, <laughs> yeah, like, right? your yeah. pillows are metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you could metal, hear it sploosh onto the ground. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yep, is what I imagine, and probably the ceiling first because there's not that <laughs> the spacing <laughs> yeah. there isn't very great. Uh, this is Stephen in Grand Rapids. What is the worst living conditions you had? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, back in 2005, we were just coming back from a deployment. Uh, to Iraq, and uh, I was stationed in Hawaii. They didn't uh, they didn't have anywhere for us to go when we got back, and so they uncondemned buildings that were built in the '60s uh, to put us in them. 
and there were holes in the walls, and there was mold all over, and they said, okay, guys, here you go. We'll uh, get you out of here as soon as we can. Wow, that's really and, cool of them. Oh, my gosh. So I'm sure there was, a like, a, a for a very short period of time, you thought, uh, just kick months. ass, we're going to get to go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's what you end up with. Uncondemning well, that, is that, not a thing, mm-hmm. by the it's way. Not, it's no. not, no. Once something's it's, condemned, once it's you would condemned, think. Yeah, the next step is it's demolished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that, that's, what it, that's called ignoring condemnation. Yeah. Well, that? <laughs> this building was kind of uncondemned. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Well, we, we were in we it the whole th- time. We only spent three months in it, so it wasn't that long. So do you think it's pretty cool that um, the military built, like, a really expensive gas station on the top of uh, a mountain in Afghanistan (laughs) and then put you in a condemned building that was uncondemned but still (laughs) condemned? Mm -hmm. There's no money, basically, to go around. It was very hard to to sit in your building and then look across the street and see the brand-new buildings that had just been completed and wonder why, you know, we get to sit in 40, 50-year-old buildings. I would imagine. I just think about how we felt at work when we were doing, going through that. <laughs> and you lived there, and that's way worse. It is. I can't imagine how frustrating that would be. No. Because we were pretty pissed all the time. Yeah, and we could see new buildings where we were, too. We could see the new building that the rest of our teammates moved into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those but, deserters. Yeah. <laughs> well, our, that commanding, is bad. our commanding officer. Or my commanding officer at the time said, well, you guys are in Hawaii, so it's not that bad. I guess yeah, I just sleep I mean, outside. Uh, yeah, honestly, I, mean, I guess it's better than, uh, you know, be, being in a, in a building that's condemned in Sarajevo. Yeah, or back in Baghdad. But. Nevertheless, <laughs> still not the best. Steven, Steven thank you. Yeah, how glad. Yeah, that just, allows in, that just allows in all the weird <laughs> bugs that probably live there. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, this one, I lived in a barn that was not fully finished in the loft part that was finally closed in and finished like an apartment. The first morning I woke up and I was covered in about 25 mosquito bites on one arm. Then I stopped counting. Oh, that's miserable. Living in a barn. That's, uh, that sounds good, right? Like no, if somebody no. told you I'm no, going to put it in a barn. What sounds good about living in a barn? I don't want to live in a barn. Okay, if I told you somebody was going to remodel a barn so you could live there, my picture is something that you'd see on, like... um, Chip and Joanna. Chip and Joanna, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to host wedding receptions under you and everything. (laughs) It's going to be super fun. Where some farmer nails a canvas to one of the rafters and says, you live behind that. I mean, mean, it could be good, but my first thought isn't that that's what it's going to be. No, no. My first thought is that I'm sleeping on hay in a loft. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want to live in my pole barn, and that's metal and insulated Mm-mm. and reasonably clean. Like animals don't go in and out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I like, would, and I definitely would not want to live in it. It's got to be home. It's you have to see cameras and a bus in front of it before I think <laughs> like, oh, they're going to move it and this is going to be worth living in. Some spaz named Ty needs to yell in your face for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's then it. It's okay. Yeah. Otherwise, um, I'm not going in. The guy that wrote from the Harry S. Truman, the the aircraft carrier, we talked about the how narrow it was. He said they called them coffin racks because you referenced the mm-hmm. how small it was. He said yeah. three walls with a curtain on the front. My shoulder would touch the top of my rack. You literally couldn't roll over. So when you yeah, so if you tried to roll, so oh, so that it, is making me claustrophobic <laughs> just thinking about so it. So you've got like I'm guessing in that case about eight eighteen to twenty four inches between the two bunks. Oh, ah oh, man. 
I appreciate uh, the service of all the people who are writing in when I see how you just had to sleep when you weren't deployed yes. for battle. Um, not that I ever doubted it. Jesse in Wisconsin. Jesse, what was your situation? Similar from the military. So I was uh, going to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, for AIT, which is essentially the uh, the the thing that you go to to learn your your job in the military. Okay. And uh, when they dropped us off on the bus, they dropped us off at a basically an interim barracks where people go to before they get sent to the proper place that they go to get learned uh, to learn their stuff. So this place was if anyone was in the military, they know the smell that the cleaners that we are forced to use, it's not a good cleaning smell. It's one of the most intoxicatingly disgusting cleaner smells. (laughs) And that's all this building reeked up. And everyone who's been in will know what I'm talking about. And because they force you to clean, when you get there, you got to clean your room. And it just stinks like that. But the thing is, is that it doesn't work very well (laughs) because there's still just a layer of dust everywhere. There's dry, there were dried up cockroaches in corners where you would dust up under your bed and there were just dried something. You don't know what it was and you didn't question it. <laughs> right. oh, Wait, and everyone who stayed something. there had to clean it? Yeah. Like every time? It, pretty much whenever you go anywhere new in the military, especially if you're brand new, this was, yeah. a, this was AIT. So they make you clean. That's just a thing. Right. Because whenever you go anywhere, you got to clean so did they have did another that. crew come in and make it extra gross for the next uh, bunch of I don't know. soldiers coming in? I was lucky enough. I was lucky enough to, I got sent out to my, uh, the actual nice barracks that I stayed in for six weeks for my AIT. I was a uh, 13 Mike uh, rocket artillery and I was luckily had a very short AIT. Can't say that man. You can't say that even <laughs> I, though I doubt, oh, I'm sorry. certain what you just <laughs> said <laughs> is the truth. Yes, yeah. I'm sure it was yeah. an S barracks. Well, you can only say it. that if it's in a commercial for Kmart where you ship your pants. Mm-hmm. But yes, exactly. we know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I wonder it's why it's terrible. Why not but just leave it there? Like, like, okay. Fair enough. No. Oh no, what Joe was wasn't. Joe wasn't condemning you, but no, Jesse, I wasn't we got to move on. You. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I just were... meant like, um, if it's just filthy yeah. all the time and the cleaning doesn't work, <laughs> right. I mean, either... let's just have it be dirty. Yeah. yeah, but they want to do it to build discipline, of course. Kelly, you said uh, your dad, who is in the military for many many years, mm-hmm. sent a text about one of the places he lived. Yep, he said uh, his my dad's military man, twenty two years, and he flew all kinds of uh, military aircrafts. He said his worst living condition was my first deployment to Honduras in the summer of 1986. We lived just off of a runway, which, you know, that's nice and pleasant that's and quiet. Yeah, that's pretty fun. That's pretty fun. I lived yeah. close to an airport at some yep. point. Yep. He said they were living in hooches that were wood halfway up and then screen after that with a metal roof. Now, mind you, this is Honduras. Oh, so okay. it's a oh, jungle atmosphere. What yeah. you oh, yeah. just described is what in old movies they would put people who were being jerks in the military mm-hmm. in to punish them. Like, oh, put them mm-hmm. in the hole. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he said there was no air conditioning, and obviously in a hot climate. It was dusty. There were no toilets that flushed. They had two-seater outhouses with a sawed-off 55-gallon drum as their toilet. 
The beds were cots, but they did have mosquito nets, which was luxurious, okay, I'm sure, right. in those conditions. <laughs> sure. yes. And in their particular hooch he was in, it was right next to the hot refuel site for the helicopters. So helicopters would hover right next to their hooch all day <laughs> into the night. And Air Force people on the other side of the runway had air-conditioned quarters flushable toilets, and he said that they envied them the entire oh time. Oh, man. I don't understand yeah. how, like, I'm surprised. And by the way, we're, for the people that are in the military yeah. and have experienced this, and it seems like mm-hmm. everyone who was in the military experienced this, and it's just another reason we say thank you, but yeah. there are a lot of people that weren't in the military like us who are writing in going, this is outrageous. Why did they have such terrible conditions, especially when they're not in a hot zone? Because mm-hmm. they're not contractors. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this text, when you're in the military, wherever you go, they make it clean. They make you clean it when you show up. And it's always dirty. And it's always dirty knowing someone was there before that. Mm-hmm. I guess then it gives you free reign to make it disgusting in your own personal way before you mm-hmm. leave. I yeah. don't know how your dad would have gotten a moment's rest during that I time. Either. I just assume in that kind of climate, when it's hot, you're working all day that you just pass out. But he I also guess, yeah. loved it. Just flying. becomes noise, like background noise. Yeah, at some point, I you would hope you would hope you just get used to it. Do you think uh, there were times during your adolescence that he wished he was back there? Absolutely, three <laughs> kids under. We were all a year apart. We were probably all screaming and sing ourselves at the same time. He's probably. I'd give anything to be sitting on top of that fifty-five gallon bucket. Come back, in Honduras. Give me some peace. Yeah, I want to be dusty and sweaty. Give me a hailstorm on the tin roof while you're yeah. at it. Uh, this text, per Kelly Cheese's father, former U.S. Air Force, can concur. RAC was often too cold. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> this text. That's why any, you go to officer school. <laughs> any yeah. deployment port john is a crime scene. <laughs> Terrible. Never gets dumped. Oh, oh, gross. Oh, I just imagine, like, porta potties are bad enough, but a 55 gallon bucket. I, Which was probably his responsibility or mm-hmm. their responsibility to empty. Oh, God, I have no oh, idea. My but, fear of falling in, though, would be so real. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's not like, you know, massive, but I just imagine no. this huge opening that you just kind of all sit around and S at the same time. It oh, makes man. no sense. And I know that's not right, but that's just all I'm picturing. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, but lar- lar- large man jungle poops, though, have to be the worst. Yeah, especially after flying all day. It's been rattling yeah. around. Sounds like a weird brand of, of marijuana. Large weird brand man. Ju- large man jungle poops. Oh, it's so smooth and nutty. Mm. Uh, all right, uh, Myra joins us. Now, this might be the first one that's not former military. Okay. But this is pretty bleak. Myra, what was your living conditions? By the way, the kids at Purdue should be listening to this segment and be like, yeah, I don't know. It's not that bad. Yeah, they have AC uh, at least. <laughs> Uh, Myra, what was your um, so, situation? Um, this was in Alaska. So just so you guys are aware, you can live in a dry cabin there, and it's completely legal. You're not condemned or anything like that, right? Like a dry so cabin no, meaning, does that right, mean no like running water? No water, sure. no oh. nothing. Right, right. Okay. Um, and, and they're not condemned because that's a lot of how the natives live and everything. Sure. Anyway, so I was newly married, like maybe 18, 19 year olds old, had to move in with my ex-husband's family, okay? okay. Once upon a time, this was a house that actually had running water. So okay. it's got a toilet, it's got a tub, it's got two bedrooms, a uh, living room, kitchen and dining room, and a loft okay. area okay. for sleeping. Sounds okay. great. It had not 
had running water in over 10 years. That's and wouldn't be my favorite. did not take care of it at all. I mean, old dishes from you don't know, God who knows when, dirty, piled up onto the cabinets. The carpets were absolutely terrible. It was so packed that literally there was like just a small little walkway to be able to get into the dining room area where they had their computer. You couldn't access the kitchen at all. Little hallway to go into the two rooms and the bathroom. Okay. The room that I had to sleep in was literally like one wall away from the bathroom and they let their cats have the run of the mill of that bedroom <laughs> so it smelled like oh. it sounds like a, a bona fide species. hoarder's home it yeah. does yeah, yeah. classic yeah, classic hoarder I'm surprised you didn't end up staying in that relationship. It sounds like it was yeah. uh, it was a really fruitful one. Yeah, it sounds fun. The bathroom in there that you had to stay in, they literally had us um, use the bathroom and release our you know needs in a five gallon Home Depot bucket with a trash bag lining it, and then they would take those bags, tie them up, and put them in the bathtub. <laughs> Oh, oh my god that's one of the oh i don't care for geez. that they say it's a for your skin like, I, I thought they, i mean that was bad when i thought you'd have to carry the bucket oh. outside and dump it into the creek that's what i assumed too i figured you're like feeding salmon but dang oh 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 that's so gross poop in a bag in a homer bucket like, and then just put it in the tub but to that point, those Homer buckets are just so handy. Well, I mean, they, they really make, are. There's almost nothing bucket, they can't do. It, what, what can't a five-gallon bucket do? And they do nothing. make uh, toilet seats for them. What are they you do? talking about? Yeah, for about? camping. For camping. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can buy a seat for them. I don't even go camping, nor do I want to, but I'm going to have to get one of those. I would rather yeah. do that than poop at like in the head that you see in basic training camps and movies or that my dad described to me where you're like staring at another dude. And there's another dude next to you, mm-hmm. and also thirty other guys. I would totally rather do that like, than than, um, than have to go in the um, outhouse that I was uh, that I walked into just to pee when I was at like the the national park. The uh, sleeping oh, bear dunes. Pits are the worst. Oh my god! I went in there and I go, "Hey guys, hold up, just one second. I just I got I got uh, uh, to pee real quick." And I went in there, and I mean, it was so it was so bad. I just kept thinking. How mortified I would be if one of my kids had had to go to the bathroom right. in there. I go, oh my god! I would have said, go sit on the poison ivy over there. <laughs> right. Like, a lot of people, by the way, pointing out that in the military you don't empty those buckets like your like Kelly's dad was in. You burn them and uh, oh, by yum. dumping fuel oil in there, <laughs> and then someone has to stir it while it burns so it will keep getting oxygen. Yeah, uh, my dad did that back when he was in the. Uh, in the army, I was going to well. say there's a lot of soldiers who are trying to get like a <sighs> well medical treatment from burning poop in Iraq and other places. I'm yeah. I'm certain, but I do remember reading that. It can't be good for your eyes. Probably not. Probably not your lungs either. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Idiots get access to the podcast segment seventeen and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.